just a few days from Northwestern's homecoming game against Wisconsin, it's time to break down the opponent. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. Every day we are available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever we are available. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern and you can find us. Make sure you turn on notifications and subscribe. Make sure you leave a comment and a review and so we can get the best feedback so we can make this show better as we go also today i'd like to shout out our friends at bet online today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts all right so we know today that we're going to talk about this this Wisconsin team that Northwestern plays, and uh, obviously this this Wisconsin team is going through a state of transition. If you have not heard this week on Sunday, you saw you saw their longtime coach Paul Christ was fired, and uh, Jim Leonard was named the interim head coach. And it certainly uh, was a shock to everybody around the country. Paul Christ had been the head coach at Wisconsin since 2015. In his time there, he uh, was or his overall head coaching record rather is 86 and 45. In his tenure at Wisconsin, he was 67 and 26. In in conference play, they were 43 and 18, 7 and 2 in bowl games, which is impressive. Four 10 win seasons, four finishes in the top 25, three finishes in the top 15, and a couple of top 10 finishes. His last few years, he was 9 and 4 and 6 and 3 in Big Ten play in 2021. And then obviously this year, they started. three or two and three and it was not the best start for this Wisconsin team this season but I mean you also have to give him credit that he won the Big Ten West three times in his tenure at Wisconsin 2016 2017 and 2019 unfortunately I believe every time they ran into Ohio State and things did not exactly turn out uh their way when you when you talk about Paul Christ I mean he's somebody who had won so many games in his tenure at Wisconsin had really helped continue to to um, hold that program to a high standard Wisconsin's been been relevant for a very very long time now and uh, it's definitely a shock to the coaching community you saw Pat Fitzgerald in his press conference on Monday talk about it 
I mean, he said about Paul Chris, look, he's an outstanding coordinator and head coach. He said he'll find a way on somebody's staff. He's a good friend uh, just because they have they have that Big Ten West connection. They also have that Under Armour connection between their two schools. So they did uh, kind of see each other at different events. Their families got to know each other. Uh, he said that he has the utmost respect for Paul Christ, and he wishes him and his family the best moving forward. And, you know, I mean, that's – that's really all you can ask for. I mean, he said that he had uh, – Paul Chris had built a heck of a, a legacy, was winning 70% of his games, won a ton of bowl games, as you saw there with that 7-2 and two record, uh, competed for Big Ten championships. Again, unfortunately, not, not many people have won Big Ten championships in this era of just dominance by Ohio State. Um, and look, I mean, Fitz, he tipped his cap to uh, – to Paul Christ and the career that he's had. Um, he enjoyed getting to know him. Their their wives became friends. He enjoyed Paul Christ's perspectives, perspective when they would talk. Um, he, he said that, look, I mean, as great of a coach he is, being a coach does not define him. He is a great person as well. Um, but in the interim... Jim Leonard is taking over at Wisconsin. Uh, he played at Wisconsin, played 10 years in the NFL for six different teams, his last season being in 2014. He became Wisconsin's DB's coach in 2016 and then became the defensive coordinator in 2017 after Justin Wilcox left for Cal. And he's been the D coordinator until obviously now when he is he has been named the interim head coach. I guess he's going to continue to call the defense. Look, I mean, this is a seven-game audition for him. I mean, I know Wisconsin is not exactly has not had the start that they want to this point in the season, and I think they know who their main two candidates are, and it's Jim Leonard, and then it's also Lance Leipold at Kansas. But Lance Leipold is getting a lot of buzz at Nebraska, so I think that this was that helped spur action here. Uh, Jim Leonard as a player was a three-time first-team All-Big Ten, uh, I guess, nominee. And then he was a three-time All-American as well. He did not – he was a former walk-on that did not get awarded a scholarship until his senior season. He does kind of have some some similarities to Pat Fitzgerald, uh, being that like former player that means so much to the program, now taking over, was on staff, and is now getting a chance to – to head up the program. He's kind of had a crazy football journey, a crazy path. I mean, started out as a walk-on, became an All-American, then was awarded a scholarship. Then, interestingly enough, three-time All-American, was an undrafted free agent in the NFL, managed to scratch out a 10-year NFL career. Very impressive. I think at one point he uh, he actually led the Big Ten in his in his college career and punt return yards. Uh, and then so in 2014, his his tenure or his career in the NFL comes to an end. And he spends that 2015 year just studying film with at the time the defensive coordinator Dave Aranda learning schemes at college, just continuing to, I guess, learn as much as he could. 
Well, 2016 rolls around, and he uh, Durante Jones, the the DBs coach, left to go to the Dolphins, and Jim Leonard had been asking Paul Christ uh, for a place on the staff, wanted to be involved, be a part of Paul Christ's staff, and sure enough, without any prior true coaching experience, Jim Leonard got that DB's coaching job, and then a year later became the defensive coordinator. And that's just fascinating to me, this this meteoric rise. There's almost these like peaks and valleys in his career. Like He does these great, great things, and then it's almost like he doesn't get the recognition for it. And then all of a sudden, he just explodes onto the scene again, I mean, being a walk-on, becoming an All-American, getting that scholarship, undrafted free agent. You wouldn't have expected that. And then 10-year career, and then just kind of steps away from his NFL career and wasn't really a coach and then just explodes back on the scene again as a DB's coach and then a defense coordinator. Well, now he's the interim head coach at his alma mater. And uh, I think that it's a very, very interesting time for him. I mean, it's just undoubtedly, this is a chance for him to earn his dream job. I mean, it's, and Fitz said, Fitz acknowledged that in his presser on Monday and then he also said, look, I mean, Jim Leonard is going to do a phenomenal job. He's got a lot of ties with this Northwestern staff. He's he's built up a really, really strong defense at Wisconsin over the past while. And I think that kind of talking about this, this, this change, this transition that Wisconsin's going through, I mean, I think that there's there definitely seemed to be a level of shock. And Fitz acknowledged that. I mean, he he's but to an extent, they have to focus. Northwestern has to focus on itself, but it will be interesting. And Fitz acknowledged that with a new interim coach, there's probably going to be some things, some aspects that change one way or the other. And I think he he is telling his staff and his team to an extent to treat it like an opener, like be willing to be willing and ready to make adjustments when needed. And I think that that is truly something to keep an eye on in Jim Leonard's first game as the Wisconsin head coach. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this Wisconsin team that's two and three responds coming out of a couple Big Ten losses to open open their their uh, conference slate. How do they respond on Saturday on the road? At Ryan Field, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on under Jim Leonard. Uh, in a second here, we're going to start talking about the offense that Wisconsin has. But first, let's talk about our friends at Nissan. Our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked On College Network titled Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting play from the Northwestern weekend game or throughout the history of our alma mater. This week's thrilling moment from the Wildcats is Bryce Gallagher's diving interception in the rain on Saturday at State College. As Fitz said in his presser, I mean, it was truly, truly an impressive catch and the ability to get his hands under the ball and secure that interception in the rain is is definitely, it was a big momentum shift for Northwestern. Fitz even joked that, uh, he was confused how the play stood on review and did not was not confirmed because 
every bit of evidence showed Bryce Gallagher getting his hands under the ball and securing that ball wholly and completely. Uh, But this segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in in the all-new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. All right. So now that we've we've talked about this transition that that Wisconsin is going through, let's just take a look at kind of the bigger numbers with this Wisconsin offense. So right off the bat, this this offense is scoring 29.8 points per game, which ranks out at about 72nd in the country. With that, they're 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 gaining about 388 yards a game. 169.8 of that is coming on the ground. 218.2 of that is coming in the air. They're about 4.6 yards a pop on the ground, and then yards per pass complete per pass attempt, about nine yards, a little over nine yards at 9.02 yards per completion, a little over 14, 14.17 yards. Their their completion percentage with with uh, Mertz at quarterback is about 63.6%. And they're running about 61 plays a game, a little over 61 plays a game on offense, 61.4. They are um, not a great third down or fourth down team, converting just 42.1% of their third downs, and then 28.6% of their Fourth downs, they're 24 of 57 on third down, and then they are 2 of 7 on fourth down. In the red zone, they do score at a pretty high clip. They've got 17 opportunities in the red zone so far this season. They have eight touchdowns, six of those coming on the ground, two of those coming on the pass. So they they clearly, as we all know with Wisconsin, they would prefer to run the football, especially in the red zone. Um, they have two field goals as well for 15 total scores. So just twice have they man- managed to get into the red zone and not come away with some sort of points. They've allowed 12 sacks on offense uh, for a total of 71 yards lost, 2.4 sacks per game. Kind of a higher number than you probably like out of this this Wisconsin team. It'll be interesting to see how how Northwestern can generate pressure and make Graham Mertz uncomfortable back there. Uh, time of possession, um, it's not a very exact uh, stat that I could find, but they're at about right at thirty minutes, so they're basically possessing possessing the ball for half the game, and they uh, actually stack out at. Exactly what 59th in the country in time of possession, somewhere really close to the middle because I mean they are controlling the ball for half the game. Uh, on offense, they've got 19 touchdowns to eight turnovers, so they have turned the ball over some. Um, they they've they've suffered some 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 losses, uh, and uh, they do want to run the ball, but at times that they can kind of get stalled up with that behind their offensive line, their offensive line that is uh, surrendering a decent amount of sacks already at this point this season. 
but it'll be something interesting to keep an eye on. How does this Northwestern defense that's coming off probably its best performance, generating five turnovers, uh, making making uh, Sean Clifford uncomfortable back there throwing the football? I mean, what, 50% pass completion, I believe, in the rain? How do they respond on Saturday back home for homecoming? It'll be something interesting to keep an eye on. Here in just a second, we're going to start talking about the defense for Wisconsin. But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Bet BetOnline is your number one source for all your football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcast, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, as always, Bet Online remains your your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to Bet Online or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Look, bet online. It's uh, it's it's a great place to go find lines and everything. And I know uh, last uh, as I do every Friday, I have my my picks segments. Kind of killed it this past week. Well, I think I went ten and four on the Big Ten picks, and then I think I went nine and uh, nine and nine and five on the picks around the country for a nineteen and nine overall record picking against the spread and the over under. I mean, it was pretty, pretty strong weekend for me making those picks. Um, I can't say that it's been like that every weekend, but uh, I was definitely pumped about that when I went back and looked at it, but bet online is a great place to go find lines, uh, go find the materials you need that you want. uh, And a great place to, to kind of get in on the, the sports wagering, uh, side of things all right so now that we've we've talked about this wisconsin offense let's talk about this wisconsin defense this wisconsin defense is allowing 22 points per game good for 46 in the country allowing 316 yards a game 124.6 of that is coming out on the ground 191.6 of that is in the air they are allowing uh the other team to run the ball at about 3.7 yards per pop. They're allowing 7.2 yards per pass attempt and 12.28 yards uh, per completion. They're only allowing a 58.6% completion percentage. We'll see how that plays out for Ryan Holinsky on Saturday. Holinsky, obviously in the weather, did not have his best uh, completion percentage game on Saturday against Penn State. Let's see if he can bounce back against this Wisconsin defense. They uh, are having about 60.4 plays per game run against them. Um, and then they are a pretty stingy third down defense, allowing just 31.1% uh, conversion rate, uh, 19 conversions on 61 third downs to this point in the season. Fourth down. They're a little more uh, down the middle. 50%. They've allowed three first downs on six fourth down attempts against them. In the red zone, they are they allow 83.3% uh, 
kind of points per per opportunity. Um, I mean, it's it's 18 total opportunities, 11 touchdowns, seven of them rushing, four of them passing, four field goals for 15 total scores and 18 opportunities. They have gotten nine sacks to this point in the season for 64 total sack yards. And that averages out to about 1.8 sacks per game. So they're they're allowing what 0.6 more sacks a game on their offenses than their defense is getting. Just something interesting of note. Uh, obviously, they they still 59th in time position because they are on the field for about 30 minutes of the game. Uh, they've allowed 14 touchdowns this season while forcing nine turnovers and uh, turning one of those turnovers into a pick six. So they do have one defensive touchdown. This unit, um, of the two units, obviously I expect the defense to be the most consistent to what they've performed to this point. Um because it is Jim Leonard's unit and he is the interim head coach. So he's still around. It'll be, it'll be interest, interesting to see how this Wisconsin defense or how Northwestern attacks this, this Wisconsin defense last week, you saw Illinois kind of run the ball on him a little bit. Can Northwestern get the run game going behind that strong offensive line, that consistent offensive line behind Peter Skaronsky kind of your anchor of that group. Can can they get going in that aspect? Can they get Evan Hull and Cam Porter and uh, that group kind of rolling early and, and set a tone in this game on Saturday? That'll be something very interesting to keep an eye on. But those are kind of the big picture numbers about this Wisconsin defense. We looked at the offense as well, and we looked at the fact that they're going through a heck of a transition period uh, and it's it's definitely going to be a challenge for this Wisconsin team to kind of block out the noise, go on the road to Evanston and put forth their best performance just with with the fact that their head coach was fired six days before this game plays on Saturday. Uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see how this Wisconsin team reacts. But that's probably going to do it for today's show. Kind of as this week progresses, we're going to try to get a crossover with with locked on badgers i know that uh ryan over there is is um kind of sick and so i don't want to um i'll 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 see if he's up up for it um but uh hopefully we can get that worked out if not i'll kind of break in break down more individuals on this wisconsin team tomorrow uh and then do the typical friday keys to Northwestern competing and winning the game and then picks around the big 10 and picks around the uh, country. But I just want to thank you for uh, making locked on Northwestern your first listen every day for anything and everything Northwestern. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever uh, we're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. Make sure wherever you're listening, you subscribe, turn on notifications, leave us a comment, leave us a review. We'd love to get your feedback. We'd love to improve the show, all of that good stuff. We want to make the best product for you. And hey, don't don't be afraid to tell a friend. Uh, we'd 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 love to to expand the audience and reach more of the Northwestern fan base. Really appreciate. 
you being willing to do that and uh, help spread the word. I mean, we're trying to uh, kind of cover this this North, Northwestern team and maybe a time period where where there's not as much coverage as maybe some of the other teams around the Big Ten. And so um, trying to to cover North, Northwestern athletics to the, to the best of our abilities. But yeah, I mean, I mean, when you when you look around the Big Ten, when you have a team that you root for in the Big Ten, you need to know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten. I will see you all tomorrow with either a crossover episode, maybe, or or. Maybe uh, just a, an individual breakdown of this Wisconsin team. Some people to keep an eye on for Saturday. I will see you all next time.